Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, welcome. Today we're talking about mindful eating during the holiday season and beyond. Can you believe, if you're listening to this right when it comes out, that it is already November? Oh my gosh, I can't believe the holidays are here already. This 2021 has flown by. So today we're going to talk about mindful eating and we're going to talk about it during the holidays. But just in case you're listening to this at an off season time when it's not the holidays, we're going to talk about how to extend it beyond like these principles apply beyond that. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm your host, Audrey Christie. I'm a functional integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women heal, period. (laughs) I help you heal from chronic illness. I help you rebalance your body. I help you with natural remedies for those acute things. But ultimately, I help you to stop chasing symptoms and rebalance the body and heal. Let's dig in. So you know that there is nothing better, am I right, than a warm bowl of homemade soup during the holidays, the fall and winter, right? We have this innate desire to eat hot and hearty meals during the fall and winter months and to really almost prepare to hibernate and then hibernate. But the good news is is that infusing mindfulness into your daily routine can help you stay balanced and avoid overeating and the guilt that often comes with it during the holiday season and beyond that. So today we're going to talk about five ways really to eat mindfully during the holidays and to better enjoy your holiday season without feeling bogged down and restricted, right? Because so many of the holiday festivities revolve around food. They revolve around large meals, right? But practicing these mindfulness tips will help equip you to for the the things you that you need or with the things that you need to stay on track with your health goals to stay on track on your healing journey and still enjoy your pumpkin pie without the guilt right and that's what it's all about we want to enjoy the pie without the guilt okay so number 1 ditch perfection ditch it get rid of it altogether cuz it's not going to happen anyway so you might as well let it go but honestly, have you noticed how hard it is to strive for perfection? It's so easy to get derailed when you think you're only allowed to eat salad and a cup of hot cocoa or a slice of pie is completely off limits. Um, and you've probably even said to yourself, like, don't worry, nobody's perfect. And that is an absolutely true statement. But have you ever thought of how this applies to your eating habits, right? Have you ever actually believed it when you said it? And I want you to believe it. Perfection doesn't exist. The enemy of good is better. And you are striving for balance in life, right? And you want to apply this to your food as well. So if you have a slice of pumpkin pie, your health goals are not out the window. It's not all over with. Balance that slice of pie with a whole bunch of vegetables, okay? Take a walk after dinner. It's all about balance. And life is much, much sweeter this way. And by either balancing it with a lot of vegetables or taking a walk after dinner, you are not only creating balance for yourself and creating new neural pathways for good habits, but you're also creating balance in your blood sugar, right? And that helps to stave off cravings for later. Now, number two 
is to check in. Now, during the holiday season, it's really a season filled with an abundance, abundance of a lot of things, but an abundance of delicious foods. And it can really be hard to say no thank you. We're conditioned to think that we should eat as much as possible during these holiday meals um, since they only come around once a year. But do you ever really want to eat that way? Do you ever feel good after you've eaten that way? Let's put it that way. Um, do you feel like, man, I'm so glad I I ate all of that to an uncomfortable level? And so one way I like to encourage you to not overindulge is to be mindful of your choices. So before you fill your plate, check in. Ask yourself if you genuinely want what you're putting on your plate. I like to think of mashed potatoes for this. Like I have mashed potatoes probably once a month anyways. So do I need six scoops of mashed potatoes on my Thanksgiving plate? Probably not, right? Probably not at all. Um, Or maybe it's just routine for me to head right to dessert after a meal. But what if I checked in and decided I was satisfied with what I already had? Or if I know I'm absolutely not skipping pecan pie, then I need to think of, you know, how I'll arrange my plate with those veggies we talked about, right? Another thing I like to encourage people to do is to check in while you're eating. So when you start out for, for your holiday lunch or any meal, really, rate your hunger. Rate your hunger on a scale of zero to 10, where 10 is you are the traditional Thanksgiving stuffed, right? And zero is you are starving to death. I always say you'd eat the business end of a rhino, Okay. Five is probably where you want to start thinking about eating. Four and three are really good spots to eat. Two is pretty good. When you get to zero and one, you're running the risk of really overindulging just because you're so hungry. Um, And then on the other side of that, six, seven is generally where people stop eating, where you're not hungry anymore, but you're not stuffed. You're what they call satisfied. You could even call like seven, eight that range. When you're heading to nine and 10, that's when you're uncomfortable and the guilt kicks in and you're like, dang, you're kicking yourself. Like, why did I do that? Right? So you want to learn to be mindful of your decision and use a tool like checking in to make sure that you aren't acting on impulse, that you are really nourishing your body with what you want, what tastes good and what you need, but not overdoing it to the point of guilt and discomfort. And this works, by the way, year round, not just on the holidays. The next one, I think we're on number three. I'm always so bad. I always want to start out with like five things. And then I get halfway through and I'm like, what number am I on? (laughs) I should start numbering my outlines for these because I just like, I'll just write five things. I write the title and then I write the five things and then I fill in the blanks um, as we go along kind of off the cuff or live or whatever. So yeah, I digress. So I think we're on number three here, unwind. Now, The holidays are packed for a lot of people. And this is a lesson that I learned right about the time I had kids and it was unwinding. And one of the first things we did when we had kids was decide that we are not going to fall into that normal holiday shuffle of stress and busyness and um, killing ourselves to get everything done and see all the people and do all the things. It's just not how we roll. We just don't. We're the weirdos when it comes to holidays. We keep one holiday um, to ourselves completely. And generally that is Thanksgiving Day. And then Christmas, we do one of two things. 
we either, every other year, we have Christmas in our home, just our family, um, or we might travel somewhere, but it's just our family for Christmas. Uh, And then on the other years, we go to our family. So to my parents' house and to my in-laws' house, we do that on the actual Christmas holidays. On the, the years that we choose to have Christmas on our own, we have our families come to us However, not on Christmas Day. So they can come the week before, they can come the week after, they can come six weeks after or a month before, however that works. But the day in itself is ours. And it allows us to avoid the very stressful and jam-packed busy times of the holidays. It keeps it low stress, right? And so with some preparation, you don't have to do what we did and you don't have to be as extreme, but you can keep one leg up on the stress heading your way. You can prepare mentally for the stress to help keep you in control and well-balanced. You can start thinking of ways right now, you know, at the beginning of November to like list of ways that are your most favorite ways to unwind. What relaxes you? What helps you forget about your troubles? What rejuvenates you? It doesn't matter what that is. A lot of times people will say, well, self-care, it's a massage. It's a facial. It's going to the spa. For me, it's not. For me, self-care is making sure I work out and meditate every day, right? For me, self-care is making sure that I get my smoothie of vegetables, even on days where I might not be eating that many vegetables. Self-care for me is getting out in the sunshine, breathing some fresh air and grounding myself, taking a walk, moving my body, those kind of things, right? Whatever it is for you and no judgment, maybe yours is a massage and a spa and getting your nails done. Totally fine. Um, Just be mindful of what those are. Start to list them now so that you can use them and just say, okay, every day this holiday season, I'm going to do X, Y, Z for me every single day. So you want to be sure that you are mindful of using that list, those techniques to take care of yourself this season. And this works for now. If you're a teacher, this could be at the beginning of um, the school year when things are so hectic or the end of the school year when things are so hectic. This could be your prep time. Um, If you are someone in sales, this could be, you know, things that you have ready for the end of your month or the end of your quarter or the end of your year. If you're an accountant, this is great stuff for tax time, right? Um, stress is a contributing factor to so many different things. Just have a peruse through the previous five seasons of the Root Cause Revolution podcast to kind of know where stress can land you. But it's also a contributing factor to mindless and overeating, which is rampant during the holiday season. It can keep you reaching for those comfort foods because your body is looking for that dopamine hit, whether it comes from eating or snuggling a cat or going for a walk or reading a book, your body, your brain says, ooh, dopamine, dopamine good, and wants to keep doing that. We'll keep sending you in that direction. So if you keep your stress as under control as possible, again, not striving for perfection here, um, you will be much less likely to turn to food for comfort. All right, number four, hopefully. (laughs) Know your triggers. Stop and think. And we've talked about stress, right? We've talked about mindless eating. We've talked about different things that can be triggers. But know your triggers. Stop and think about when and where you find yourself mindlessly eating beyond when you're hungry. What comes up? Why are you doing that? I always have people, if they eat to a, you know, a nine or an eight, even a nine or a 10 to stop and think, why did I do that? What was going on that led me to that point? No judgment, just exploring the information. So if you can pinpoint what these triggers are, you can find an answer to them and put a stop to them. 
So if you reach for a tub of ice cream when you're stressed out or upset, um, if something is in arm's reach, will you mindlessly munch on it? Even if you don't necessarily want it, I'm guilty of that. My mom sent home a bag of chicks of her homemade gluten-free, um, allergen-free Chex Mix, like party mix stuff that, um, that I love. And I ate the entire quart size bag in about two days. If I had just put it in the daggum pantry, it would have been fine, right? I literally had Chex Mix for lunch two days in a row because it was out. Now it was good to stop when I was, wasn't full, but like that wasn't a, a very wise way to, to handle my meals for the day, right? So think about these triggers for you. Brainstorm some ways to avoid them. What can you do to turn these around? What can you do to avoid them? If you're tempted to eat the whole bowl of popcorn if it's in front of you, portion some into a smaller bowl and enjoy it slowly. I sure could have done that with that party mix, that Chex Mix. <laughs> what will you? What can you choose to do? when you're stressed out instead of reaching for the cookie dough. Remember, your body, your brain is just looking for that hit of the neurotransmitter. So it's going to encourage you to do whatever's closest. So it's really good to know your triggers and to have a plan for them in advance. All right, number five, and this is the last one, snacking. And it kind of goes right with the party mix, right? Do you find yourself overeating when you've waited too long to eat between meals. So by the time you sit down to dinner, you're so hungry that you could eat everything in sight. And this goes back to that check-in to like knowing your hunger level. And if that sounds familiar, know that I've been there many times. Um, and I have, I know my triggers now and I check in and that's how I managed to lose a hundred pounds and keep it off for years and years and years now, because I don't let that happen often. It, I really have to be like, someplace else. I'm not perfect, of course, but I really have to be someplace else to let that happen. And I know going into the holidays, that used to be vacations and holidays used to be a a weight gain place for me. I'd always come out of the holidays, even when we did the turkey trot, the 5Ks on Thanksgiving, I'd still come out (laughs) ahead on the scale. Now I don't weigh myself. Now it's just how I feel in my body and how my clothes fit. But the key to that is preparation, right? And part of avoiding the trigger for overeating is checking in on that hunger scale and making sure you're not going too long without eating. So you can have some healthy snacks around. Probably for me, Chex Mix isn't going to be one of them. Not that it's healthy. It's just an allergen-free way to have it, right? Um, So you can have some raw almonds, some carrot sticks and hummus. You can carry a snack in your purse, in your bag, in your pocket, in your car, so that you are never empty-handed when you feel hunger approaching. And this is also important if you're traveling. Make sure you pack snacks in advance. We always pack snacks because you get to the gas station. While some gas stations, QT here in the South, Bucky's here in Texas, they have some better options these days. There's really not any good, like good options, right? So um, definitely check in on that. Um, And another helpful tip is to have a tiny snack before big holiday meals, especially if you're using that hunger cue. It helps you to avoid overeating during those big feasts. It's a, a trick I like to use before going to a holiday party. I'll have a dinner and then go to a holiday party so that I'm not just perusing the snack table the whole time. Because if you pair a big party with strangers and snacks and me not having eaten, I'm going to hang out at the snack table and I'm just going to keep eating snacks so that I don't have to talk to people. (laughs) So that's, you know, introvert life, right? So to wrap all of this up, the five ways for you to mindfully manage this holiday season is to ditch the perfection, to check in, to 
unwind, to know your triggers, and to use snacking to your benefit. I have put a uh, download on the show notes page that lists all of this out in a beautiful little ebook. You can find that at audreychristie.com forward slash 179. You can also find my Fit and Festive for the Holidays Challenge. You can grab that on the show notes page at audreychristie.com forward slash 179. Sometimes just doing the group thing can help you not to fall into bad habits over the holiday season. If you take nothing else from this. Normally I say feel better, you can do it, you know, that you can heal your body. And that's all true. I still but that doesn't really apply to this episode. So I want you to know that you can make it through the holiday season without the guilt, without the flares, without feeling bad about yourself, and still enjoy all the things that the holidays have to offer. So we've got more episodes, the show will continue through the holiday season. I hope you'll hang out with me. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I will see you next time. And don't forget, I'm always rooting for you. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.